0: Hello, good evening, and welcome, or good morning, I should say, for some of us, and welcome to another late night special Gentleman's Agreement remix of the Cantina and Mequis podcast. My name is John Chagou. glad to have you with us. I am on the road, as I have been as of late, with my crazy NBA schedule that I am in the middle of working right now. Just uh, got some uh, very important and very vital replenishments, refreshments, nutritional of uh, high, high nutritional value. Of course, I'm speaking about the delicious kolaches at the one and only check stop in West Texas, just north of Waco, and I freely endorse them and would love it, love it. If they ever decided to sponsor the Cantina de Michi's podcast, have free kalachis for life it would be outstanding from the check stop here in West Texas. But I digress. I have a lot to talk about tonight, <coughs> at least for the next hour or so. As you can hear, I am joined by my fellow cantinero, my fellow caballero. Joel Aceves joins us from Orange County, California. Joel Aceves, how are you, sir?
1: Kiwi okay, John, just right here. Um... Battling the what is it called? The allergies. Um, the fires. No, 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 no. The Chilla Hermanos, you know? Oh the
0: uh,
2: Chilla, That's Lash,
1: right. Is it called Lashback? Or or the the,
0: the blowback? The blowback. Blowback, the yeah, Mar- it's,
1: it's, yeah, it's yeah. Uh my my ESL showing. Um but yeah, yeah, man. It's uh you know, there's the news that um Chivas could be letting go of Jair Pereira, um, Alan Pulido and La Chofis. And uh you know I was trying to say why <laughs> why it makes sense and yeah it, it sort of spiraled from there, John.
0: Well I'm sorry to hear Joel, that the that the at Manos are are up up your up your strap right now as far as <laughs> them uh, being upset with you uh, I'm a little upset about the whole uh, trophys thing but you know maybe a change of scenery is what he needs now he that's... was injured right before right before Wait. the super Classico and he hasn't played since no so I don't necessarily think that you know I, I don't say that it was a you know a, a drop of form because he was playing pretty well before the injuries so you know maybe this is just a way to get him to you know to kind of light a fire under his butt to see what he can do because as we all know especially the trophy chasers of which of which I am one know how talented this this young player can be. And frankly, mm-hmm. there there are no players in Mexico that possess the skill, the skill set that our young La trophies possesses. Yeah. Which is why I'm guessing a lot of the, the, the Chivarmanos are are upset with you because they like me, fellow trophy chasers. <laughs> See a player that that, that display this kind of this kind of skill, I'm going. Why on earth would you want to get rid of a guy like
1: that? Yeah. Well, and, and you know, John, there was a video. There was some video footage taken of Cardoso having a heated debate with trophies and he had the team was still training. He pulled him to the side, and it went on for about forty minutes. And um, right. He said in a presser. Cardoso said in a presser that it was, it's all football related. He said, I don't, "I don't, you know, I don't care what what the players do outside of the, outside of the field. I'm not here to babysit them. But um, uh, I, I think it has something to do with that because I think his indiscipline is what has held him back. Because he definitely has a talent. He he should be." He should have been, since he broke into the scene. It was, it was, over, it was over two years ago, twenty fifteen, uh, late twenty fifteen, you know. And and he should be like a more established player by now. And if we look at his numbers, he's he's mostly been used as a sub, right? Very. Well, he has very few. Full games where he played the full 90. And, and, you know, I to, and, and this is already with like different coaches where we can say, you know, I, I don't think we could use that excuse that, that the coach doesn't like him. Cause it's already different coaches that seem to like just, uh, I guess feel they can count on him for, to be a full 90 player. And, and yeah, I know. Is- Go ahead. Finish up. Well, his conditioning has been a big problem as well, and i I found a quote on um, when Almeida first arrived that he came for ESPN, and he was like, he was talking about how trophies was, he was he lacked the muscle and, and was overweight, and I, and I I do think that like in that aspect, he's he's just he lacks that discipline as well, you know, to to be to be more physically prepared.
0: He does. He's a player that that frankly relies on his skill to uh, bail him out, to make him excel. And there's nothing wrong with that. And I think that this is an area that we touch on, frankly, quite frequently here on the Cantina Macy's podcast. It all has to do with, with, with professionalism yeah but you know, La, La may be a professional soccer player he may you know he may play soccer for a living, but he's not a professional in, in, in the sense that you know I, 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 I don't, I, you know for for players like you see with La lachopis the other players that have these issues and, and they're quite prevalent in mexico you know particularly in uh in making that they, they just they don't they don't take the the most important parts as seriously as they should, which is a shame because uh, you know the you know you know being a professional and having that level of professionalism where you you know attend training, you do extra training, you do you you know you go into the weight room and 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 you and you and you really try to improve yourself. Know, whether it's you know mentally physically etc. Because then the skill set that you're relying on will, will just be uh, amplified. Yes. And I and and, and and this isn't the first time that we've seen this. And I'm not saying this just happened in Mexico. This is not happens all over all over the world. I mean, we just recently well, I saw a video of uh, of, of Kylian uh, Mbappe there at PSG. The, uh, the darling right now of the soccer world 19 year old kid out of uh, out of France who showed up at his PSG practice showed up a little late and he was kind of laughing about it and uh, Gigi Buffon who was the, the goalkeeper there at, at PSG, pulled him aside and, and, and told him dude, of course I'm paraphrasing. He's was like dude you you, under- you have to understand who you are, what you represent, etc. You can't act like that. You, you can't be like that. You are, you know, you have to be, you know, you, you, the, the responsibility you have—not just as an athlete, but as, as a professional and as a as a, as a business person, as a colleague—is is, is, is tantamount to what it is you are trying to do. And you could see the the expression in Mbappe's face going from smiling to getting, you know, to kind of getting mad that he was being scolded, to completely stoic, to you know, almost a little sad to relieve to oh okay and then you can kind of see the the light go off a little bit with him you know you know this I mean it, it isn't you know it's not like it's uh it's Hector uh, Reynoso talking to this guy
2: you know this yeah. uh, this is
0: Jean-Louis G Buffon. you know one of the the world's greatest goalkeeper for the last what 16 17 years
1: yeah he's he's and, been uh, that consistent you know exactly which is very exactly. it's, it's very hard to do you have some Players that, for two to four years, they're at the top, and then they fall by the wayside, and then you have players that, throughout their whole career, they maintain that, that level, and, and that, Buffon is certainly one of them.
0: Exactly, and uh, so, you know, th- that is something that, that 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 frankly is 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 lacking, not just at Chivas.
1: But on a lot of teams
0: worldwide that have that kind of (laughs) leadership on a team.
1: You beat me to it, John. I was just about to say that. Like I said, trophies just did not have that, you know, uh, that type of player to look up to. At at, at Chivas, I mean, the the, the most veteran player, Salcido, Mm -hmm. is the guy that didn't want the captain's armband and who – Who's had a couple of scandals himself accompanying him, you know? He was under some hot water. It just didn't make any more noise now. Not yeah. not the
0: scandal stuff, but, but you know, for, 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 for a player who was as accomplished as Salcido is. To have had the career that he that he's had where he's done so well everywhere he's played. And and had a and had a you know a national team career where I think if you asked anybody at any age of of you know you know from someone in our in our in my forties like myself to someone in their twenties would not hesitate at all to put carlos salcido on the all time starting eleven for, uh, for for a Mexican national team yes and, and 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 for a player of his stature and how much and how much he's meant to the sport of soccer in mexico to eschew the captain's armband and to not assume that, that leadership role that is obviously so desperately needed at a team like Chivas where where a player like Alan Pulido says, we have no leaders on this team. It's like, dude, you're <laughs> a leader on the
1: team. Yeah, he was called to be one. <laughs> oh, man. That that pretty much, Chivas in a nutshell right there, and they have liked that for a long time now. Uh, I think Gallito could have probably been that guy, but they let him go. So that that was that. Um
0: and of course you're talking about uh Jose Juan Vázquez. Yes. Better known to the world as El Gallito. El Gallito Vázquez. Was that leader. He was that guy who who led by example both on the field and off the field and you know and how it is to be a, you know, todo un profesional, you know. And all the dirty cops are. You know, obviously, you know, a, you know, the, the, a player like 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 a, a Jose Juan Vasquez are very hard to find. And, and if you got a player like that, man, you've got to lock him down and make sure he's on your team for at least ten years. Because, I mean, especially in Liga MX, those players just don't come around that often. Dario Verona is an example. You know, Pumas saw him in like 2004 when they were in the Libertadores and playing against the the Paraguayan team from which he came. And they said, we got to have this guy. And and, and frankly, outside of Cabinho and maybe Tuca, I can't think of a foreign player who had more of an impact on on, on Pumas than Dario Verón. And he was with them for, what, 12 years? I mean, you you just can't pass up on guys like that. And, And to just give up on 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 Gallito, it's just like what on what on earth you know it just you know th- th- that's why i don't understand chivas fans I know this, that, they're, that they're passionate but i mean uh a couple months ago i i, I forget what it was that i said about like was it was just like watching chivas would be so funny if it wasn't so tragic <laughs> 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 or or something to the tune like that it's just And it really is a shame, and I, and I, and I do feel bad for the for the Chiarmanos. but you know, if, if this is what it's going to take for, for 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 trophies, you know, you know, maybe he can go somewhere where his next, if he does indeed move on, if his next, uh, if his next coach can, you know, make him see the line and make him understand that, dude, you're our, you're going on twenty three, twenty four. You know, you 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 should be your next contract should be the contract yes. that sets you for life,
1: and at this point, you are just struggling which, to even yeah. make a team. What, what, what so which is right the now? The, yeah, and and that's right now the the problem with Chivas is that it's exactly how you said he wants he wants that big contract, but he just has he just hasn't shown that he deserves it, you know, and and the last I heard was that. They wanted to sign him, but they wanted they wanted it to be like performance based contract. Uh, so, but but I do feel he would probably be better off at another club that probably surrounded with other type of players that Chivas just doesn't have. He could probably feed off of that, and and it's it's interesting how how you know it, it, I find it kind of interesting with my Chi fans because. Sometimes we have like a really talented player and they're like, they want him to go to Europe so that he could, he could improve. And, uh, and I don't see what's different with trophies. There is no, there is no, um, there's obviously no offers from abroad, but, but, you know, we would like to see a player like that improve. Unfortunately, not in our club, but at least elsewhere, because he's, he's a good talent that they, he could do good for the selection, you know.
0: Excuse me, I'm in the, in the middle of my <laughs> my my colachi.
1: Oh, you you, you managed oh, to get right. one. <laughs> All right. Okay. Now I, I could keep going. Um. With <laughs> no, no, no,
0: no. I, I'm, I'm, uh, What I was going to say was, uh, you know, one. I don't. I don't quite understand that. That mentality of oh, you know, oh, we have a good player. He's gotta to go to Europe immediately. Yeah. Because then he's not gonna help Chivas, number one.
1: Yeah, yeah, the club's never gonna win it. Number two, like that.
0: a team like Chivas, if you have a good player, you don't sell players to P S V Eindhoven or to you know, Madeiras in, in, in Portugal or you know. You sell you sell your players, if you're gonna sell a player, to the Manchester United of the world. The Ramadi That's where Chivas players because if, if you're a good Chivas player, that means you're a good Mexican player, and you know a good. Uh, uh, and, and if you're a really good Mexican player, then you need to be going to if you're, if, if Chivas is going to make that move, they need to be selling you for you know 30, 30, 40000000 bucks. Otherwise, stay with Chivas because you're not going to get to play in a better league than than, than Liga MX if they sell you for four million dollars to go play in, in in the Eredivisie. What's the point?
2: What is yes. the point?
0: And then for Chivas fans, it's like, why on earth do you want to get rid of a guy like that when he can he can be your guy for 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 five or six years, seven
1: years. Well, well, for, for trophies, for the for the reason that he just he's not, you know, the team's not getting the the best out of him. So I mean, I think so already it's at the point where, to me, it's like they're not they're not gonna get it. They're not going to get it with the current squad or, or, um, John, John, I'm we here. have I'm a, we'll Armano oh. we'll Armano Ron. He, he's waiting for his invite.
0: I don't know. Dude. I don't know. I don't know if we can do that tonight. Hoy. It's a, <laughs> private conver- this is a private conversation. It's a private conversation. I'm, I'm going to have to, I'm going to have to pull over. You,
1: you're going to have to pull over um
0: to make that happen
1: well we'll give me a second we'll we'll, we'll bring
0: uh we'll bring Ron in here in a here in a moment but uh I don't I don't know if I don't know if you want him to profane your chivas your chivas chat right now Boys.
1: No I, I don't mind I don't mind we we haven't had uh ronnie has been a long time missing from the second chat he's he's one of the founders of the of the cantina um. Yeah, but but that's 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 my take on trophies overall. Uh, I think he's he's exceptional talent, but he's not. To me, he's not at the level that he's shown that he could be at. Um. And and so yeah, it's time for him to move on. I know it sucks, so, but it is, I think it'll be better for everyone. Uh,
0: so talk the talk. Talk the trophy chasers off the ledge, boy. Yeah, Give well, me uh, who, what mean? If, if if a team says, Chopis, vente para acá, what team would you go, oh man, he really has a chance to do well.
1: I think a team like Monterrey, you know, uh, in any, but, it, but it, I mean, like, I just can't see him going to a Cruz Azul, or, or even a Toluca, so, yeah. or even Tigres, man, um, so yeah. Monterrey is probably like one of the. Yeah, but the Monterrey last... has.
0: I mean, their 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 plantel is stocked. I mean, he would have a hard time even. No, getting I know,
1: time. but it will be for next season. So who knows if they would release some other players?
2: Right. Um,
1: yeah. Other than that, he's more likely to end up at like Queretaro. You know. I, I wouldn't so, even. So see you don't him.
0: think uh, you don't think Pelas would take a chance on him?
1: No, not even Marty at San Jose. Ouch Ouch! I don't don't think he would bring him over man It's a much more physical lead Chuffy wouldn't last long He'd be huffing and puffing 10 minutes in man Um, But yeah who knows man We've seen a lot of players like that You know that Look very promising and then they the, the fame seems to go to their head and, and they like you said they like the professionalism. But uh, I
0: mean, for all of Chicharito's faults and I bring this up all the time,
1: you know, he may not have been the best striker or
0: have the best ball control or, you know, whatever the hell it is that people, you know, pissed and moaned about Chicharito for years. But what Chicharito did have and I think one of the reasons why he's had a you know going on a ten year career playing at a very high level for for you know 80% of that time is that he was a world class professional he did the two things really well he found space in the tightest of places and in 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 6 yard box to score goals which is outstanding and 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 his and the level of professionalism that he maintained throughout the 90% of his career What's reasons uh, why he was able to to, to, to go? I mean, he, he's played for four teams in Europe. Two of the teams are are two of the absolute glamour teams. Yeah. Glamour teams in the world in the world. And and, and
1: did well at both of them.
0: And, and and that is that is not easy to do.
1: Yeah, well, I mean and he over mean, You us? Have to have a group... good. Yeah, over has has over a hundred goals scored, and not not that many players can say that. You know, even if you look at just no. Latin American players, if you look at strikers from even from other countries that have reached that that milestone, for the most part, you're going to be looking at, at the really top players like like um, like Suarez. You know, players like that that they were. They managed to surpass 100 goals. And, and then you know, the rest... And, you know, Suarez, just... to me, is, is, is another perfect example of...
0: You know, he, he might have had some on-the-field issues, but you would never question his level of professionalism. I mean, the dude was a... You know, and, and, and Messi, you know, again, Lionel Messi is kind of the same... You know, when he was a kid, he didn't really take care of his body as much, you know, relied more on his, on his God-given abil- ability... More so than anything else, and I'm not sure who it was, and I would love, I would love to find out who it was, but they said, "Dude, you 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 are outstanding. You could be even better if one, you take care of your body better, and and to just 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 learn to conduct, comport yourself as a professional, and, and 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 look at the results. I mean, he, you know, another guy that for for what 13, 14 years playing at." at the, one of the probably the most demanding position on the field. And yes, he say he's had injuries, but you know, he never he gets knocked down more than anybody. Have you ever seen Messi ever take a dive or 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 try to embellish a foul? He didn't have to. Because he gets kicked so much and all he does is gets up and goes, you know what, you guys kicked me. I'm gonna get back up and I'm gonna go score a goal on your ass in the next ten minutes. And it's exactly what he—that's how he takes his revenge. And uh, but again, it's his level of professionalism, and it's just something that 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 I wish we saw more of. And I'm not saying that there are no players in Mexico that, that that exhibit these traits. There are plenty that do. But the the, the, the stark reality is that for a good portion of players that that do show uh, the potential of just with the skill that they have. It, it just seems like there's always, uh, you know, uh, the, the lack of professionalism is what ends up uh, giving them less of a career than they probably or than, than, than they could have if they would have taken it a little more seriously.
1: Yeah, and and then just just to I think to finish it off on the whole trophies, pl- players like him with with that type of talent by their early twenties they're already. They're already key figures. Uh, they're already key figures in in their teams. Uh, you right. know, if, if you look at like Neymar before he went to Barcelona in in Brazil, he he was like one of the top players. You know, and he was for his years. team, yeah, and and it, and even like like looking at other players like just other Mexicans like Cuauhtemoc Blanco, I mean Ochoa became starting keeper at eighteen, you know. But by twenty four, he was already established. You know, he 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 wasn't like battling for minutes. He was already the the goalkeeper. You know, um, and so and and for his age to still to still not be there, it it does it, that's, does that's like. What I try to explain to the Chilla hermanos man, it's it's he should already be there right now because he has that talent, and, and if he's not, right. it, it just shows that he's lacking in another a lot of areas. And,
0: and what and what's so frustrating for a player like Chopies is that you know if if he shows that talent for two or three years, then you know it, uh, again, it if you want Mexican players to play in Europe, that's great, but you know to me. If you're gonna make the jump, make the jump from from Guadalajara to Valencia. Don't make the jump from Guadalajara
1: yeah. to Well you know you know what? If if Chucky if Chucky had the type of like trophy Chuffy, trophy's wow. numbers in the league, he wouldn't even be in PSV right now. Exactly. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and that's that's I guess what sometimes that's the like harsh reality and a lot of fans just don't wanna see that. And I think it's it's a bit of the romanticism. We we see that one awesome play he did or that one game where he scored this really fantastic goal and and that stays with us, you know, and he, the player will go through like a five game stretch where he's he didn't really do anything but, but we're still seeing him as as the, one of the better players because of that one one, you know, fantastic goal he scored. Right. Yeah, he's he's trophies is heading to his his what, what was it a hat trick that he had in Monterrey. Yep. When when yeah that's he's gonna be like Al Bundy talking about the four touchdowns he scored in Poke You know, gonna be trophies, man, like ten years from now, just still talking about that Monterrey game.
0: Exactly. Exactly. Now, now, Ron, if you're listening. Don't think that we're not trying to get you on, but uh, I, I have to. I do have to find a place to stop,
1: where I'm not being hassled by the so, by the chota. Give me somewhere where your cricket phone gets reception, You're That's right.
0: That's right. No, I just, I just yeah. want to be able to do it like in a well lit gas station and stuff. You know, so <laughs> out here in the
2: country, you know,
0: I don't know what's going to happen to me. No. I just, I just, you know. If i if, if the wasn't there I wouldn't have uh, I mean I would have I would have just stopped at the side of the road that I had to do. Yeah. You know, I don't want the trota you boy, you got a license to podcast right now, boy. So you know I don't wanna <laughs> I don't wanna run into that wanna run into that. So you don't think that Pelais is, is, is gonna is gonna be the kind of guy that takes a chance on the trophies?
1: No, no, I don't I just I don't see it. I think he likes certain type so, of players and he just doesn't and La fit them all. <laughs> no, it's not.
2: Yeah.
1: It's not. Um, but, yeah, what, what we have, man, we've, we've dedicated more than enough to to la Yeah. Tropis. You,
0: you, you, yeah, <laughs> you, you said, yeah, con la pinche trophy yeah. Yeah. Wow. I to bury so you're, that. You're, you're done. Yeah. 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 Beating a dead horse. Wash your hands. <laughs> so, basically, what you're saying about la trophy is leave the gun and take the canola. We're, we're, we're done. We're done with la tropis. All right, we will move on then. No more, uh, no more tropis talk. Joel, at the peak of excitement, of Liga Mekis There's one week left in Liga y Mekis and what happens? There's a fecha FIFA. Yes. So instead of planning the season to where the season could be over and the Liga starts in two weeks, and you have a full run, you know, to Christmas. We're going to have a week off and have and have a, another week before we get to the Liguilla. More importantly, Joel, my Pumas got a huge, huge win yes. in Toluca, one of the hardest places to play. In Liga yes,
1: Liga. the Devil's
0: Cauldron. That's right. And they were able to get a 1-0 win to give them the points that they needed to, 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 to qualify on their own without needing anybody else's help. And now they they got a spot where they can with another victory can position themselves to avoid teams namely Tigres cuz i think again, Tigres to me is the is the absolute favorite for the uh for the uh, for the for the, for the so if you can uh, you know they play on sunday so they'll know what they need <laughs> to uh you know up or down to avoid them so and then they are playing Santos who's right next to them in in, in the tabla posiciones, so you know, the, 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 it could be a very important game to see where they land to, to, to jockey for a position, uh, to to see who they can play and who they can avoid. Because, I mean, that's, you know, no one wants to play Tiguanes if they're a six seed. If you're the three, why on earth would you want to play Tiguanes? I mean, they would be, you know, especially you know with, of the bottom four teams, that they, you know, they're clearly the most dangerous.
1: Yeah, especially with a Gignac that, that seems to have, you know, becomes friends with the ball again.
3: And yeah it's amazing how that happened. Pounding cold
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. before he starts scoring goals again just just, just when they absolutely know and, and it's one of the reasons why they've won the last uh is it two or three? Uh three. They've won the last three torneos uh Apertura Yeah, yeah. Because because Gignac gets hot.
1: Yeah, you don't want an on fire Gignac, man. That's just that was and yeah, and, and they're they're playing Chivas at home, so sort of feel bad for my goats. I was and and I've been talking about this for a while now. I was like, you do not want to face Tigres, you know, especially if they're at the at the lower end of the of, of the you know of the yeah. qualification, uh, which they're in six. I, I had to so, impl- go ahead. No, I had hoped that they would have been already like secured in a higher seed, but they're not, and so I think they're gonna they're gonna you know just come down to Chivas, man, and, and come in full throttle.
0: Right now, they haven't officially qualified for the league yet, but I mean, they would have to have a a Jurassic collapse combined with someone else's <laughs> monumental you know 10 goal win and Chivas said they did to have a 10 goal loss in order for them to uh, in order for them to miss out on the league yes but but you know he, you know th- th- this is to me going to be one, one of the true tests to see just where Cruz azul is in, in the world of karma. Because it's looking like it's pretty good that they're probably going to end up as, as the number one seed. The last time yes. they were the number one seed, they ended up losing to Leon. Uh, and, and, and that was How? the first year that they changed the uh, the rule of the uh, – well, like the, the lower seed – it used to be that the lower seed had to win the tie outright, which I think for the quarterfinals is totally reasonable. That the lower seed has to – you know, the way goals don't matter. The, the lower seed has to win the tie in order to advance. And then the upper seed yeah. all they have to do is to just is just tie it is just you know draw on aggregate to advance. So away goals. But they did away with that rule. They said no away goals is the first tiebreaker. And so what happens with Cruz Azul? They you know in Leon they tie zero zero and then Cruz Azul they lose one zero. So they're done, they're out. Afuera. So that was a lot. So if if they end up as the number one seed, is Karma gonna stick them with Tigres as the eighth seed or are they gonna get like Morelia? And I think if they get Morelia, then I think that the uh that the gods will, will have will have punished Cruz Azul enough and I think that we're gonna start to see Cruz Azul become Cruz Azul again and, and, and probably yes. probably well, take the uh the, the, the time as long as yes. they can avoid a, a big fish in that first
1: round. Well already already they did two two things that to show that they're on the right path and and just how serious they are. It, one was winning the Copa MX, which right. they, which they would shun, but they wanted just because they wanted to prove a point that they could win the doblete. And the second right. one is they're undefeated at home. They have not lost a home game, and that that takes you a long way they, in the Liga, man. Once once you're they, in there, they, yeah. And
0: you know it, you know Cruz Azul's best years, their championship years, were years that they had at the Estadio Azteca.
1: Yeah, the, the so, lucky years.
0: Yeah, and it, it would only make sense then that you know when, when they come back to their to their to their venerable their venerable home, which we have to talk about as well here in a second.
1: Yeah, but that that uh, does but, a lot, you know. That does a lot for the player psyche and for the whole team. Of course, knowing that at home you're you're pretty much, you know, invincible. Yeah, yeah invincible. If, so it it, it does it, it does add that extra, you know, just extra sauce for for when you're playing some of these important matches.
0: Only that is like, that uh, that Cruz Azul, and uh, we'll have to look this up. Maybe you can look it up. I'm driving. See if their average attendance is higher. Than Americas in their own I'm mm-hmm. willing to bet the to
1: Oh yeah, that that was what I had been hearing since the since the start of the season. Um So yeah, I too would not be surprised. I uh, will try to look for it.
2: All right, all
0: right. Hang on, Ron. We're, we're about to get you on. I've just I've just exited. I'm in Troy, Texas. I think I see see, see a well-lit area where I can uh, do the the duties that I need to perform in order to bring on another cantinero without any worry of being attacked by one of these local heathens here in Central. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I I love all my Texans. Uh, Let's see. So Cruz Azul uh, is, uh, you know, Chances are pretty high that they are going to uh, end up uh, top of the table, and uh, looks like América is probably going to end up number two, and uh, in all likelihood, it looks like uh, Santos or Pumas will end up number three, and then after that, uh, three it, it gets it gets kind of jumbled up because they're, it's still very very tight uh, from uh, from 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 four. Down to even eight. So, 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 teams that, uh, you know, you know, Pumas could finish second or they could finish seventh. Uh, so it, it really, it really does, uh, make a huge difference. And again, I think it's all about matchups. Not like I, for one, you know, as a Pumas fan, the last teams I want Pumas to play in, in only because they just don't do well against them, especially in the Liguilla, is Cruz Azul and Tigres. I and mean, any, anyone else, I, I would be, I would be totally, totally fine with but you know for you know for Pumas they just don't match up well uh with, with, with either of either
2: of those teams so I,
1: I'm looking at the at the I don't I don't have the numbers yet but it looks like Cruz Azul at the start of the season they were drawing better but but America has been out trying them recently.
0: Really? Oh, so now that America's winning, they're like, "Well, we can't yeah, they, do better than us." They, re-
1: they returned uh, from. Uh, this is a headline from October second. America ya superó a Cruz Azul en promedio de asistencia en el Estadio Azteca.
0: So it was a matter of it was a matter of pride then for the uh, for the for the Americanismo to, Hey, they can't, this, this can't be happening in our
1: stadium. Another headline from El Universal. This one from October 6th. Disminuye um, asistencia al Azteca para ver al Cruz Azul. So the novelty who knows war. what happened. I, well, it could be different things, you know. Um, so who knows?
0: Well, I mean, obviously for the Liguilla. Uh, also
1: rivals. Uh, you well, know? And I, I
0: got to tell you, you know, we talked about this for the past couple of weeks. You know, it really is too bad that Chivas is is is, is just terrible again. Again this year, you know, not that you know Chivas fans should be should expect anything less, but uh, you know to have Cruz Azul and and América and Pumas and Tigres and Monterrey and uh, you know and Santos and Toluca, you know the 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 glamour team the glamour teams of the league, you know, and then you know Pachuca maybe would be who you would throw in there to have. That be that you're 18 in the league. I mean that, you know, Univision has got to be just, just kissing themselves. And and for and for Christmas, you know, to have a, I mean, any one of those matchups, you know, except you know, if they have like a, you know, a Tigres Toluca final or you know Cruz Azul Monterrey, you know, whatever it is, I mean, they've just got to be just thinking, wow, this this is gonna be great. I mean, you know, I know that Santos is a small market team, but they're, you know, they. You know, they they play really well. I think, I think everyone enjoys watching Santos play. So, you know, if it's like, you know, a final of, of Morelia-Pachuca, I mean, I know we have a lot of Pure, Pure Pacha listeners, but guys, you know, let's face it, it's just Morelia. You know, it's just <laughs> Pachuca. But, but if you have a, you know, a, a Tigres-Cruz Azul final or America-Monterrey or... Or Pumas Toluca, I mean, and just you know, the, the 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 possibilities and combinations are are amazing. I mean, I mean, just just in all the rounds, are going This is this is like the super duper heavyweight division league you we're getting ready to have here in the Liga. Man. Yeah, you know, the, the the teams that traditionally have been the strongest teams, at least over the past, but thirty forty years, except you know, of course, for Chivas, which. Again, had a, another terrible season, as uh, as is the custom yeah. for, for Chivas lately. Yeah, Chivas is having yeah. such a bad season, Joel. That, that it's, it's almost it's almost Atlas like.
1: Oh no, not that bad. Come on, Yon. and actually, actually, the season is better than expected. You know, a, a lot of Chirmanos are expecting doom and gloom. They saw uh, Pisagoli, they saw, uh, you know, uh, they saw uh, Matias, the golden yeah. god also leave and, and so they thought the team was lost but actually there was improvement Uh one they finally won at home yes which, is, which was getting embarrassing going a whole season without winning at home I, I, don't, know, I don't know what other big team the fans would, Things got would, so bad, would be so for forgiving
0: huh? they got so yes. bad for Chivas at home that even Pumas even Pumas won in Guadalajara
1: even, yes Pumas who had not in, in like 30 years since, since Hugo was US. playing oh man think about that yeah exactly <laughs> the last let's win Hugo <laughs> Sanchez was playing for Pumas. he was he was a player uh, so that was that was the one positive that they they finally won at the zombie life and the other positive is that despite you know having what is say one match one or two games left in the season um it's one game, right? One game left in the season.
0: One game uh, left in the season.
1: Yeah. They already did five points more than the than the previous... Uh, five and two points more than the previous two seasons.
0: So, in, in each of the last two seasons, Chivas didn't even crack the 20-point barrier.
1: Nope. They did 15 and 17.
0: That is a, a, that is a, recipe, that is a recipe, recipe for, for sufrimiento <laughs> en el porcentaje.
1: Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Which we, is, we we've been one of my beefs with Mati, and and it's hard because Mati is beloved, and any criticism is, is is just seen the the wrong way, and it's and it's I just can't I don't understand it, man. And I don't think Mati could be in River Plate and go a whole season without winning at at Monumental de Núñez, and the fans would wouldn't care because he won the league cup.
0: I just, I just don't. So, so, so it so just wouldn't happen, about, man. About so fans see all the trophies. And yeah, you know, it, it, it's like it's like when you meet a girl at a party, and she's <laughs> wild and crazy and fun, and you're thinking, "Man, this is like <laughs> the greatest girl in history." And then the next day, I'm not saying that you know when she's, but it's like when she's out of that element, she's like just mean and dour and like and like and like and you're like why am I putting up with this? And uh you know and then a party comes by again and like, oh my god, you know, this is you know, oh now I remember. But then the party's put happening. And uh and, and that, that 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 seems to be the relationship that uh well, now what would now we have a web for the um, the whatever anyway, we'll come up with something. The, the 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 Mati lovers. Oh you know what it'd be there it would be the Matiosos. There we go. That'd be the Matiosos.
1: The Matiosos. The Mateosos. Hey I see Ron, Mateosos. but anyway. did he mute himself?
0: Yes I did. I don't I have no idea.
1: Oh yeah there's Ron why why Dude,
0: <laughs> we 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 are talking a medicap but Ron Yeah no, I no, guess, no, what know. you because I can't see it because I because I have the Oh, my battery is running so low that I got the screen off. You know, it's it's I'm just, you know, right now oh, it's, man. it's being used as a radio, so I can't see anything. But I, I think am Ron also concentrating on the road. But Ron, Ron De Luna joins us. It's been a while since we've had a Ron on the show. He's in the middle of he... getting his uh, his degree in architecture. So we do appreciate him taking. The he time was
1: he was away at Bear Camp. <laughs> we do appreciate him taking the time to come
0: on here on the Cantina and Mequis podcast. Ron, we spoke at the very beginning of the season, and, and you said semifinal. You know, it's funny. You said semifinals at least, or oh, right. you know, I'm um, I'm I'm disgusted. It, it has to it has to be that. Whereas Joel in week two tells his Chivas hermanos, go on loan to another team this season because Chivas no va a valer Of course, I'm paraphrasing, but. So, so once again, I think I think what we see here, Ron, is just uh, you know for for teams that are you know the supposedly rivals, how the constant fortunes of one team are almost always inversely related with the abject failure of another, and it only stands to reason you know at this point that you know Medic has been doing pretty well for about the past. With five, six years or so and at the same time Chivas has just
3: you know been, have been terrible terrible yeah um, once again I would agree with that assessment yeah yeah
2: after the Michelle Bauer
0: years I mean and Belias comes in and, 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 and does his uh, works his miraculous interventions, gets the the entire organization back to where it needs to be.
3: I think I think it goes back to you know obviously you know América has you know had you know an ownership group for the past you know since the nineteen what is it fifty nine and you know obviously you know managers change and and you know the front office changes and stuff like that but one of the things that that I do have to give credit to for América at least in the last you know twenty you know twenty plus years is that the the ownership group they. They let their GM or you know the equivalent of their GM and, get, and their president, you know, carte blanche that they, right. they, they can do what they can.
0: Well, I mean, they're they busy too. I mean,
3: why, why that, do they have to, you know, it, let someone else do that? Exactly and exactly, yeah. and that's that's the point that I'm trying to make with Chivas is that you haven't seen that with Vergara. He's just too involved, and I think that you know, I think that ultimately that's what's co- you know costing because I. I mean, in, in the what ten plus years that he's been there, I mean, more than thirty more than thirty something managers, mm-hmm. uh, more than four, five, six. Well,
0: well hey uh, now, let's uh, let's not pretend that Clue América when Clue América hires a coach that they're there for seven eight years at a time.
3: No, no, they but, go through but, but, they but, go through coaches just as quickly. But not not to, not not. I mean, América hasn't had thirty you know thirty coaches in the last you know ten years. Dude, I've seen America have five coaches in one short season. So let's, you know, but David Luna has gotten called. <laughs> well, America did win, did win the what is it, the '89 tournament with, uh, with, uh, with, no with three no with three coaches. <laughs> but if you I
0: mean, if you are going to do that, at least you know. But, 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 but I, I where, where I do agree with you is is that at least you know where you stand with 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 the the policy that the ownership group has with Kua Medica. The only policy is we're committed to success, so we're going to do whatever it takes to make it happen. Yeah. And
3: yeah. Uh, very few yeah. teams
0: in Mexico have that, and that's one of the reasons why Kua
3: has been so successful. Well, I mean, they're, 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 they're the most consistent team in, in the last 60 years. You know? They've, they've made the most playoff appearances. They've made the most semifinal appearances. They've had more final appearances.
1: And, Ron, I can't believe I'm going to be defending America right now. But some of the recent uh, coach changes, I think, was due to circumstances. Uh, for example, Piojo leaving for the national team. And then you had yes. Turco, which he wasn't he wasn't sacked. He just didn't extend his contract. And it was due, you know, his indiscipline, just leaving midweek. <laughs> going unannounced yeah, to Argentina, and, go leaving stuff and, like that and but we were seeing it now and, at, at at his current club he got sacked. And it and, wasn't so much for results then and, and then I'm pretty much just the type of attitude he has.
0: Well the, the fact that you have to to <laughs> speak I, America, I, know. I have to I,
1: do I, <you>. <I don't. laughs> Damn. Oh snap! Right? <laughs> no, man. I just no, cause we. I just we have to be honest with certain stuff, you know, yeah. and you know differences between. Um, they let they let a coach at least finish his process, or or you know go go through his through the season, as opposed to how like with Vergara he would sack you five games in.
0: You know, yeah, it's yeah, it, it is it is a real uh, a real shame. I'm I'm glad you came on, Ron, because something happened this week that I thought gave a uh, uh, not not just the Estadio Azteca and America and Televisa but uh, the the whole uh, sporting culture and sporting industry in Mexico a huge freaking black eye this week. When, uh, <laughs> Uh, you know, that guy uh, oh, is uh, a black guy
3: with the you know Aztec Stadium to
0: on, on, on uh, just you know and then for that that stadium and I was trying to explain this to my brother-in-law and, and and he actually understood and agreed which I thought was kind of cool I mean I, I told him you know there there are three stadiums in the world that people hold and I'm talking about worldwide that people hold in an extremely high regard and consider them this is Wembley yeah. The other is the Maracanã and the third is the freaking Estádio yeah. I mean I mean there are things have happened in that stadium in, in, in the sport of soccer that are yes. that are you know what? top top 5 moments in, in the history what? of the sport. What? Maradona. A,
2: freaking, Maradona Maradona, yeah. Maradona. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And Pele be jer- I mean,
0: there. Yeah. yeah, I mean just it's it's ridiculous. You know, Liniker yeah, gets a hat to it. It's, it, it's, it's, it's <laughs> a, for them to treat, for for, for them to make these the, the, the decision and to hire the folks that they hired, the, to to lay the sod down. You know, knowing that you've had this in, this impeccably uh, manicured uh, plain surface for, you know, however many years. It was it was it was just it was just a really and to do it and went and to do it when they did it too. The, and, uh, and like right before disease season, it was like, oh,
3: my God. What's, what's worse is that, you know, I've been, you know, seeing some of what they've been saying here on the U.S. press. And it's like, unfortunately, it just makes Mexico look so bad because, I mean, no one's, I mean, at least from the, you know, the, from the world press, they're not saying, well, yeah, they they, they tried to, you know, change, you know, uh, get this hybrid, you know, type of, you know, uh, surface in and stuff like that. They're just saying, you know, it's just, they're just making it look like it was just poor you know, poor management, and, it and, was. and so it, it, Well, it is, it is. But you know, I mean,
2: but but, but exactly the...
3: point that they think that this is what happens all the time, and exactly. it's just not. And, and and that's not true because I mean, that, that stadium, like and I think, the point that I made. I mean, at that point, you had three clubs playing there week in week out. You had the national team. You had international games on top of the the you know, on top of the religious services, on top of the concerts, and the and the stadium was fine. It's just the people that they right. brought in. Just did not know the, the, the local microclimates. They didn't understand the soil. They didn't understand the science behind what it takes to to maintain that type of stadium. You know, I, I agree one hundred percent. It was—I mean, whoever made that decision,
2: yeah.
0: You know, and I can't really blame the folks that actually, you know, because I mean, they they did the best they could. But I mean, yeah, exactly. I mean, when you have as much at stake, and, and it's not just this NFL game. I mean, NFL game is is nice to have. And it turned out that you know, no one knew when the game, that when this game was scheduled, that it was going to end up being like, like the marquee game of the year, and it just, yeah. it just, it just, it just, it, it just
3: happened that way. But, and, uh, and but just, to, take, it, to me, it was just a quality time decision. Also, taking consideration the amount, the millions of dollars spent to renovate Aztec Stadium, precisely for the NFL, because the NFL wanted, right? The NFL wanted a you know, bigger, bigger locker rooms. So, uh, you know, they uh, if I'm not mistaken, you know, there, there was four sets of locker rooms in that stadium before. There were one for the visiting team, one for their America. And then two, I think, was just like, you know, uh, I think one was for the refs and the other one was just uh, just a random one. So, I mean, they, they spent a lot of money uh, renovating the stands, uh, you know, the locker rooms for the NFL and then for this to happen. It's just, Jesus. I mean, I was reading reports that just, you know, just this little debacle, you know, is costing them $43 million. 43, yeah, 43. So right. I think that's a figure, figure that I read.
2: Yeah,
0: it, it really is unfortunate. You know, it's funny because that was a game in, that was played at Wembley a few weeks ago, and it was, a, it was two schlub teams. So, and it was, and the field was... I mean, it wasn't this bad, but it was, it was still pretty bad, and they had no problem playing on that field. So I do think that they probably it would have, probably would have been fine, and it probably would have been fine if it was like, you know, the, uh, you know, two, if it was if it was a game between two really bad teams. But the the, the fact that it was a other game, you know, and, and and let's not lose sight of the fact that this was a Los Angeles team that finally started getting people in the stands. Uh, to uh, because they're because they're playing well. I mean, the last Rams home game I saw looked pretty good. It Looked pretty good on TV. That Coliseum looks good when it's filled up, and it was definitely filled up. So uh, I'm sure that that there was a lot of pressure there as well. And I, I mean, I get that. I mean, if you if you're an owner, you only get eight of those a year, and they take, they take one away, and you say you you took this game away from me, you make make me play on that field, nope, no. And uh, so, I, but I think if it was like. You know, maybe a smaller market team. I don't think it would have been. I don't think the decision would have, would have been made. But it still does make Mexico, and and, and particularly Televisac. Actually, Joel, and, and, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but don't you think that that the ones that that look the worst in this whole deal is Blue America, Joel?
1: Yes, they're the they're the home team.
2: Yeah, they're, they're okay. the ones that,
3: that, that, that <laughs> I, look the worst in this whole I, thing. I, actually, I think it makes Cruz look ba- look bad because. They they go into Aztec Stadium and then this happens. You know it makes it's just sense. <laughs> <laughs> shit.
2: Well, it's yeah. Like, so we
0: are playing those. Yeah, but you know. But I mean, let, let's not let's let, let's not pretend that soccer really tears the field apart. Also. you know nah. Football.
3: will nah, tear but that apart. still, but but it's still. I mean, some of the things that I've you know, the, you know, the, the, the memes that have been you know. Well, do you Watch. remember Ron? Were you
0: in Houston when when the Cowboys played the Oilers at the Azteca, and during the oh, rainy yeah, season those, night, those, yeah. and, and, and the field turned into a gigantic puddle of mud? Yeah. I mean, they weren't playing on grass; they were. It was straight up mudball. I think the final score was like six to nothing. I'm pretty sure that the uh, the NFL remembered that, and that's one of the reasons why why this game uh, was. Uh, was moved. So now my other big bitch about that is that like, okay? So you want to move the say? St- I get that you know th- you know there's a stadium not freaking five miles away from the Estadio Azteca that is a football st- it is a football stadium, I meaning it has the locker rooms that can handle a freaking NFL team. They're already wired up because you know they play football there as well, and they have all the comms and all the crap that that, that you need. To, to to get a, an NFL team wired up and ready to go, they have all that, and it seats seventy thousand people, and it would have been a great little compromise,
3: but it didn't happen. And they it, 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 it's funny, John, and given the the political climate, it probably would have been better to go play it at you know at Buma Stadium, because what happened in the sixty eight Olympics Stadium there. You know, with with uh, was it Tommy uh, Tommy John, and, Tommy Aaron. And, and, John and, and, and and Carlos exactly. Yeah. So it's like it, it just, was it's the 50th anniversary of, the, of those Olympics. Exactly, and you and, know, and, and, and the you know the you know political comment of you know of you know inequality, racial inequality, and stuff like that, and you know what's going on with the NFL. It's like, dude, it just would have made more sense to go take play it over there. Yeah, I mean, I would I would have loved for that,
0: I mean, again, I mean, and and Pumas was built for football. It's not built for soccer. It's built for football. Yep, that's. Yeah. Football stayed. And uh it's just it's just unfortunate that uh that, that decision wasn't made. So uh again again Joela I think you'll agree with me. I think we should just go ahead and blame Blue America and, and, and
1: Yeah, they're probably hating on uh Cruz Azul's success, you know. On that undefeated home streak.
3: <laughs> Speaking of, you know what it, it's uh,
2: you yeah, know, that, be, believe believe or not, well,
3: they take they took a uh, like part of the success of you know Cruz Azul is because of Americanistas like Pelais You know, you even have <laughs> Gringo Castro. You even have Gringo Castro <laughs> that's working in, with their youth and stuff like that right now. Is Gringo you know?
0: Castro really says he's going to teach them all how to make beautiful runs down 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 the flanks
3: and then send a three cent cross in. That guy had seven, sense. he had seven lungs and he was hell's good on defense. You know?
0: Oh, well, there's no question. But, but, but when he pushed up and he threw and his cross in,
2: just up your head. But here, was,
3: but here I, was, you know, that, that criticism was, with being I, I don't really think it's that valid because keep in mind, when he was there, oh. Guatemoc was there and we weren't a team built on, on set on centering to Cuauhtémoc because we didn't have really a, a number, you know, a, a, a true nine, you know? So I, th- I, th- I thought Boas was the, was the true nine. Well, I mean, Bo- you know, Clever was only there for, what, a couple seasons. It's not like he was there, you know, for for a long time. I mean, we... Well, it doesn't change the fact that he was a terrible crosser.
0: <laughs> you can't deny that. You can defend him all you want that's a part of his game that
3: is independent. I think that's, that's uh, some of the press just trying to kind of like they were just hard it, on, it's on it's me. It's, it's, it's your
0: own, it's your own empirical evidence that you're gathering by using your eyeballs to record what's happening in front of you. Man, this guy really sucks across. crossing. <laughs> I don't think, I don't, I don't think you need, you need more than that. Anymore.
1: Yeah. He could have been Laune, like man. It's
0: exactly. Like he, he
1: could exactly. have been Laune like before Laune, like if, if only his crossing was right. more on point.
0: That's exactly right.
1: It's like his youth coach was like, once you get once you get to the, you know, once you get to the edge, just close your eyes and, and hit the ball. It's like, your job's done. Just, just hit it.
0: Actually, he should play a tape of his crosses and go, "Don't do that." Whatever you do, don't <laughs> don't do that. Thank you. Well, gentlemen, we have uh, we have news. Uh,
1: oh, Cedenas.
0: If I had, if, well, if I have a. If I had Cidenas, I would. Uh, I would definitely be playing it. So, uh, so, we do have news. I, I saw today on the on the Twitter that. It's looking like uh, Tata is indeed going to be oh, the uh, yeah. next coach.
1: That they have so. come to a verbal agreement. Exactly. With FMF, and he will be the highest paid coach ever for Mi Selección MX 2.3 million a year. So, uh, yeah. For, uh, For your contract with uh, an extension for four more years, huh?
3: You know, this isn't for for Quinto Partido. This is, you know, I mean, I'm hope I'm hoping that Tata Martino is not there just for you know, you know, wants to go in there and and win it for the World Cup, you know, in in twenty twenty six, you know.
0: That's great. I found this other siren. Hang on a
2: second. That's from Family Guy, apparently.
3: As you were saying, Ron? No, I'm just saying that it's... uh, I hope he... I hope, you know, he understands what he's getting himself into, you know? Tata Martino.
0: Well, I mean, it can't be any worse than Argentina, right? I don't know. I mean, mean, at 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 least that press... Has have earned the right to bitch, you know. They've they've seen, you know, they've had they've had de- decent amounts of success. So I mean, at least at least they they, they have standards for which you would set. Mexico has, you know, they have ridiculous expectations, and then as as the World Cup gets near, they they have like like the just the most fatalist uh, views of uh, of oh, what's gonna It's it's hilarious. How, it's it's like the five stages of, of a Mexico national team
2: reporting.
3: <laughs> five stages yeah. of grief. That's right. You know you know you know what for you know twenty twenty two. I mean, I really hope that Mexico Mexico makes it at least you know to to the quarterfinals, man. Because come twenty twenty six. I don't want them to get to the you know because like the only times that Mexico's ever gone to the quarterfinals is when they've been at home, you know they played at home, you know. Right. Yeah, and and it's
1: gonna be what the forty eight team World Cup, so it's it's almost a given.
3: It, it's at, at this point they just you know is that the is is that it, first, is that is that a done deal the forty eight? Yeah, dude. I'm trying to oh, shit. Shit, that's
2: <laughs> <fine>.
1: <laughs> it's, it's like the secret, you know they. I don't know if you guys heard of the secret. Like you, you think about something, and then the the universe wills it to you. And, and you got all these tricolor fans wishing for a quinto partido. <laughs> and it for 20, over no twenty years. Watch. For over twenty years, the universe just ignored us, dude. And then finally, they just like, ah, let's, let's let's just give it to them for the eighteen World Cup." You, you don't even have to try at that point. That's like getting the 50 points in the test just for writing your name.
2: What? Yeah? Hello? Anyone there? I'm here. Yeah, I'm here. All right. I
1: I think John got cut off.
0: Oh, what I was saying was... uh... They're, they're not going to have a round of thirty-two. It's going to be they're going to go from forty-eight teams to sixteen. That means you have to win your group.
1: Yeah, but they is going to play against like like uh, Burkina Faso and like Turks and Caicos yep. or something like that. And,
3: uh, so, <laughs> not necessarily.
0: <laughs> I, I guarantee remember how, you they you the, have... how they did that. Dude, remember how they how they seeded the last World Cup? Mexico will probably well, there will be a group seed for sure, but. Because they're hosts, but I mean, they could get stuck with like the 18th ranked team.
1: Yeah, but and and they're at the stake, so work. I mean. Well, I mean, it, I it, understand it, that, but it's not going to be as easy. We, we're going to file it's this gonna show, you We're going to file this. We're going to put it. You know, we're it's we're going to okay. revisit Look, it. it. I'm not saying you're wrong,
0: and I'm not. But what I'm all I'm saying is, it's it. it it's not going to be like a 100% cakewalk. It's going to be like a 40% cakewalk. That's all I'm
1: saying. 40.
0: And then... Uh... And, 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 and let's just go over the, the two draws that Mexico had when they hosted the World Cups. In 1970, they had Belgium, which wasn't Belgium. Not, not the Belgium we know now. They had Russia, which were semifinalists in the, uh, in the 66 World Cup. And in a miracle, got El Salvador in their group. So they tied Russia beat Belgium, and then they, then they beat it. So that, that's how they got through. In in 1986, hey, wouldn't you know it? They had Belgium again, and then they had Paraguay and they had Iraq. So they have two relatively soft groups. In uh, while they were hosting, so yeah, so the chances are pretty high that it's gonna it's, it's gonna be softy. But the fact that they that they use uh, uh, rankings now changes things. Uh, that, that means that you could get a, you could get stuck with a pretty nasty team, and as we saw in the previous World Cup, Mexico doesn't match up well with uh, very, with certain
3: nasty teams. So they're
1: going to they get China and like
3: and, yep, uh, yep, the, Honduras. Get, no, <laughs> Boy,
1: one to 16, 17 to thirty
3: two, and thirty three to four, and 33 to forty
0: eight.
1: We're getting one of those forty.
0: One of those paramala. You're paramala teams.
3: You're gonna get Here, one from, from one from the other. This is my worry about those teams, is that they're gonna bunker. You know.
1: Yeah, but we're, we're gonna have them at 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 the at you know at altitude, man. Yeah, but San Ursula, the Santa
0: Ursula, is not is not the wall of 115,000 people used to. Be. What they, they've reduced capacity to what Ron like 85,000 now.
3: No, no, it's still it's still in the 90s. It's still in the 90s. Yeah, it it's not it's not the, what it... it's out.
1: It it got gentrified. Yeah. <laughs> it, 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 it got those butacas those VIP. O sea, puro VIP. And then, <laughs> and then, with, with the fancy restaurants inside and all that. Yeah.
0: Where uh where our, our our friend uh friend of the show and occasional contributor
2: uh
0: Rigo Ayala, when he went to the, the, the classic <laughs> zapatillas, was caught on camera enjoying a lovely ceviche there. He was sitting in the, in the VIP of the Estadio Calisco. We asked him how much his cost. And what did he tell us, Hawaii? Like, like 30 bucks?
1: Yeah, like $30, man. And he, he had like bottle
3: service. Yeah, but but and I and I but he was he was wearing a jersey. And I'm like, dude, why, why don't you dress up, man? You know, like a dress shirt and stuff like that. You're gonna be in the VIP. Yeah, put, a, put a sports coat on, yeah. I know, sports coat and huaraches, like bros. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, if you put the sports coat on the huaraches, but then you can go ahead and wear the shirt. <laughs>
1: can... Oh man,
0: Well how, how do you feel about the uh, the shirts that? Uh... ...that Chivas is going to wear at the upcoming uh, Club World Cup... ...where they threw a little they, blue... A little blue they, look like,
1: they look like pajamas.
0: They look like little, like little boy pajamas.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't... I don't
0: like them. So this is what I don't understand. So you're, you're Las Chivas Rayadas de Guadalajara. You have a, a very... ...recognizable standard uniform. So why mess that up? Why can't you just go with your blue shorts... And your like and your and you're red and white stripes and yeah, be
1: done with it. He, what? Yeah, you know when Pumas their first jerseys they did, they were so nice. Um, and this one is it's not that it's bad. I just I, personally I just don't like it. Uh, but it's sold out already. In Mexico, it it sold out, and I, I just think that's just, just part of the fandom of, of Chilla Hermanos. Because some of, even some of the ugly jerseys that Reebok did towards the end, almost like they did it on purpose, like oh you're not going to renew the contract. Oh, let's let's, the
3: let's,
1: let's give the design to to one of the interns. <laughs> let's give it. You a, know they want
0: a championship for <laughs> the fallopian
1: tube. Yeah,
0: Ron, you're a psychology major. What, what what does that say about <laughs> Chivas that they won a championship while while playing the entire season with a, with the design of their jersey? In, in, in the shape of fallopian.
1: Food. <laughs> oh, God, you're not, you're not, um... Damn.
0: I, I guess, I guess you, I guess, not, not, a, I guess there's nothing that can be said when, 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 something like that, when something like that happens at some
2: who, who's so, the kit Ron, manufacturer, you, by the way? Do you think
0: that was a uh, Reebok. Reebok. So Ron, do you think that Tata Martino you know, would be a good choice or not a good choice uh, for Mexico? Uh,
3: I, I kind of want to know the details. I mean, what you know? I I, I, I want to know like how much control they're gonna give. But yeah, how much control he's going to be given, you know, you know his coaching staff, what are – you know, what he has to do, what he has to accomplish if there's, like, you know – because, I mean, if, if we're going to go, you know, four years where he's like, ah, he doesn't have to produce anything, you know, because he's building up for twenty twenty sixteen. you know, it's like – what um, wouldn't don't... you rather
0: have – I mean, would you rather this be a four-year commitment or go go ahead and make it an eight-year
3: commitment? I, I, I I personally uh, and and I'm has not saying be, that Tata's the guy for this. It have to be eight years, shouldn't it? I think so. It, it, I, I, honestly, I don't think that. I, I just don't see Tata as, 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 as you know really you know rolling up in. his sleeves. Yeah, I don't see it. I don't see. It. I'm not saying he's a bad coach. I'm not saying he, you know or anything like that. I just don't see the piss and fire in the. So if, if, if
0: Mexico wasn't ho- hosting in 2026, you'd be totally fine with Tata because you think if, for four years, if, if he survives,
3: it'd be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, honestly, I don't. I mean, the guys, you know, obviously in Argentina, you know, Bar- Barcelona and stuff like that. It's like, I mean, I mean, to, to to Osorio's credit, I mean, granted, I didn't think he had the credentials, but I will say that he did have the piss and fire in his eyes because you know, he, you know, he wanted to keep growing it and, and making a name for himself, and and you know, took the job seriously. I don't ever doubt that that he didn't. I don't so you know. think
0: it be a situation like when Pelado Diaz came into America and
3: just I, uh, exactly you know, like a coco Vasile or a pelado right. or, uh, or uh, yeah, it's like where hmm, it's just a payday right. you know what i mean yeah. i i i don't I don't see this guy really you know having all heart and soul into this job,
0: so you want a guy that rolls up his sleeves, is fully committed, ambitious, understands that hey. If I can make it work here, then I could pretty much write I mean let's face it
3: this I mean be I've seen a lot of footage of like for example like you know, like the prep to the eighty six World Cup and boy it's just you know countless hours you know prepping and, and 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 playing in the scrimmages and this and that and the other I mean this guy was all in you know what I mean right. I, I don't know. I don't know if I mean even you know, La Volpe was all in, I'll give him that. I don't I don't know if if, if Martino's gonna so, do you think Tata Martino's gonna
0: go out and set the cones like like Osorio did?
2: Uh,
3: I don't know. Like I said, I, I don't I, I don't know. I mean I guarantee you Almeida would. Piojo would. You know what I mean? Well Hor and I seem to think that Piojo is the uh is the bombero
0: in waiting, but whoever it is that they hire, if they crash and burn, he's, he'll be the one that saves the day.
3: Because uh, he ain't getting the job first hand, So I truly wish they would. Well, the only
0: way it happens, Ron,
3: and, 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 and,
0: and, I, and, I, and I think there is a small possibility, is if America wins the championship. That's the only way it's going to
3: happen. I mean, you know, I, I think... I think that Pelais belice and 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 and, and Piojo need to get back together for the national team, like old times sake. <laughs> don't you remember how it was? You know, it's gonna be
2: a, it's gonna be a transition, man.
3: Different players and stuff like that. It's it's, you know. Like the of the... uh, Sorry. So I mean, we're already we're already in. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I do think.
0: I do think that uh, that there's so not to, I'm I'm not 100 percent entirely sold that this Martino thing is even going to happen. Uh, just my personal opinion. You know, if he does uh, have the, uh, the the fire in his belly, obviously you know that would be great. I, I don't know whether he does or not. Uh, I do think that uh, whoever the coach is, it should be an eight-year process. I guarantee you. That whoever they hire for the U.S., that they're going to make a coaching hire with the roadmap that, that, that goes eight years instead of one that goes four. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that's what's going to happen with the U.S. And I think the last thing Mexico fans want to see is in the 2026 World Cup, that the U.S. ends up doing better than Mexico. You know, maybe make a semifinal appearance or for a finals appearance. I don't think that that would sit very well with Mexico fans. And especially if they talk about, you know, when they hired, you know, blah, blah, blah uh, in the you know early year 2019, you know, whatever it is. So, I do think that whoever they hire, they need to hire for uh, to make sure that they get the best Mexico they could possibly get in eight years. And that's, and I'm I'm not so sure, and this is where I do agree with Ron. I don't think that Tata
3: Martino is that guy. No, I, I don't. I, I, in fact, I, I'm almost positive I know that, that you know he's not that guy for that your program.
0: But, yeah, because I mean that's I mean he has to move his whole family. I mean, I mean that, that's why I almost feel like for something like that you, you need you need to look local. And uh, you know, I, I'm still. I'm, I'm I'm still uh thinking that if they do go local it's gonna probably end up being Diego Alonso, which uh especially if, if, if Monterrey so, so just my personal that I've maintained.
1: But we could all be wrong.
0: Coel is, is Tata gonna take the gig or is he uh or is he gonna scotch at the last minute?
1: I don't know, if rumors from Medio Cierto are to be believed, because that's where I saw the news. Seems like it might be a done deal. I mean, I, I, I think that for, for how they want to market the team, you know, and for sponsoring reasons, and, and just for the fans and all that, uh, yeah, Tata Tata fits that mold, you know, with with all that that experience and and his his cartelera, so so that that makes it very possible, you know, it's it's. It's all about presentation, for the you know for the most part with with um, with the selección. And, and you were saying that you know Diego Alonso, but he would have to win. You know, he would have to exactly. win the league title because that's that's been the norm. Every coach, every coach that has taken it taken over the selección, uh, had had won the league title with the exception of, of La Volpe which surprised me that he didn't stay because he had Toluca pretty much poised to 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 lift to lift the the Liga and and he left before uh was it right before Liguilla?
3: But he, he won because he was on the phone, remember?
1: Right. He was on the phone with Gran,
3: Granolati or, or <laughs> Alberto <laughs> Jorge Alberto Jorge.
0: No,
1: yeah. Um, so that's that, man. Uh, but yeah, I, I do think it's it's pretty strong possibility if if that's the case, you know. Is it a is it a good decision, Hoel, or is
0: it a questionable
1: decision? I, I does
0: as president of MX Food, make this make this hire?
1: No, I wouldn't have if, if I was. I would have given it to Piojo, man. Uh, uh, Run, like Ron, and I think you you also have the same. Uh, take with Pelaiz but but Pelias might not return simply because um he got on Yon de Luisa's uh you know, he pissed him off when they were at America when, when he uh Pelaez announced that he was leaving at the end of the season and and Yon said, Well no need to wait, just leave now. Yeah. <laughs> so just, yeah, he pissed off the wrong dude man. So but who knows, man, it, it might not last forever, you know, that will kiss and make up soon, hopefully. Uh,
3: but but Peláez seem. Uh? I, I don't. I don't think so. I mean, Yondulese is a Televisa you think, guy. You
1: think it'll be years, man? You. you...
0: So you. So you'd rather
1: have freaking. I'm thinking the Yondulese have freaking
0: Memo Cantu. As as the guy lead running the show instead of Ricardo Peláez, who is in a very short period of time in five years, has 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 proven that he is clearly. Clearly, the best general manager of the Mexico scene. I mean, at least at least in a generation. I mean, you you guys know the history of the sport a little better than I do, at least the recent history. Has there has there been a, a guy who has made as as many good moves as, as in such a short period of time? Yes, I'll say. I'll oh, stop. stop.
1: Yeah, he. You you ask for it. Nestor is is pretty good. He's he's highly rated. Uh, I'll say Pelais is more successful, but, but Nestor has a good curriculum. Like if if you had to put like the top three, he's up there, man.
3: Okay, N- Nestor Ron, Is there anybody? The guys that come to mind as as far as you know is Lebrija and, and, and Pelais. I think those guys were. Really good.
0: Who was the guy who put
3: together all those Toluca teams back in the third of the century? It was Lebrica. Yeah, and I, it was, yeah. Back then, they didn't really have that they, you know, the, the, that term, right? But the guy that you know, the guy that was, you know, he, had, you know, he, you know, the, the one that ran the scouts. He's the one that's, you know, signed the paychecks. He's the one that, you know, yeah. had, you know, had to had to had to he go to the, to to the owners to the Diaz family. So it was Lebrica.
0: Well, he did a bang up job because that was one
3: hell of a team. Yeah, I mean those guys—they they knew how to okay. scout, they knew how to. Build and for team. my chile, hermanos,
1: for my Chi hermanos, to add more of the sat flute, uh, he came to Guadalajara to help Vergara, and, and that didn't last long, man. No. <laughs> Which I thought, you know, this is good. Uh, you know, the Chivas Supremo might learn a thing or two, and uh, that that did not last. That. Yeah, that partnership did not
3: last long. I, I even wanted Liberty to go to America, you know. You know, they had you know, they had ba ba, ba- It's like Jesus Christ, what a joke.
0: So so Ron in all this time if you've been on the show, you still haven't put the batteries in your in your fire detector, your smoke detector yet?
3: Uh no, that, that's my ankle bracelet. <laughs> oh, is that what that is? Okay. I just can what you guys. No, I haven't. I haven't put the battery into the fire department. It's hardwired. It's hardwired. I don't know why I need a battery.
0: So, there, are you saying, Joel, that that Chivas had a chance to, to 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 lock up some of that uh, Lebrica magic and it didn't happen?
1: They did. They, they, he, he came in and he left around the time that Chicharo left to Manu and. That was one of the reasons where LeBriga felt that Vergara left him out of the negotiation and didn't even let him know. He didn't even tell him about that. Because LeBriga said he would have at least, you know, kept kept Chicharro for the Libertadores final, which right. I agree with him. It's all you
0: want. All you want. All
1: you want. Yeah, I mean, all you want. That, that would have increased the team's chances of winning that cup and... and you know, this guy wasn't thinking of that. He was thinking of, I'ma bring man you for the friendly of the stadium, <laughs> you know, to inaugurate the stadium, and, and that's gonna be the, the big draw, you know.
0: That's just me. That's just me. <laughs> so, is it meaner for me to bring up the fact that Charito didn't play in the Libertadores final, or that? The Chiefs were Spaniards and they sang the Americas.
1: It's, it's ch- the Chicharo is the more traumatic. It's more, it
0: more painful. That, was, that yeah. was almost the beginning. That was like the beginning of the end for you, wasn't it?
1: For a while it was, yeah. I retired from football. I, I retired for like two or three years. Anyone, anything to know about football?
0: Because I, I remembered but in, in the in the World Cup, leading up to the World Cup in 2010, when they played uh, New Zealand in the Rose Bowl, and uh, we were chatting on the big soccer back then. And, and and you and you and I were both in agreement that uh, that all that team was was it was it was Chivas with Pumas with Wests. That's all it was. Yeah, and they were playing great because there were like like five Chivas and and, and four Pumas. On the team. And they played really well.
2: Yeah, it
1: was. I, you know what, John? I was I was going through some of my old files and I found which could probably be the very first pretty sure it is, uh gentlemen's agreement contribution. Oh you, no. It goes back to two thousand ten. And uh and and you were doing like you you wrote an article for the Big Soccer Front Page and and it was like uh, predictions for the group and overall how the team's going to do. Oh
2: yeah yeah yeah. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah. I got to send it to you but but even then, John, I I had Mexico beating France. I put they're going to they're going to beat France and uh you know, and play, and, and play Argentina in in the second round. Uh so those I got those predictions
3: right. And speaking of beating France and, and beating Germany, do you think it cheap? You know, you know, that was a
0: great on the soccer. All, all 32 teams were. On the, on, on, you know, I just put together a little thing about each team, like, you know, a little very quick synopsis. And uh, you put a highlight, like the greatest World Cup highlight. On there, and uh, and then I asked uh, a big soccer supporter of, of that of that particular country, you know, a series of questions. And, uh, that was a, that was a fun little
2: exercise.
0: I still have those too. I need mean, I need to look at those. So so you got it all right for me. Excuse me. You got it all right.
1: Well, at least those two predictions, I mean, right?
0: Are, are you are you taking are you taking Boel? The supplements that that, that that Walter Mercado peddles on, on his show <laughs> uh, on, no. uh, on, Indio on the Masonico. show, Walter G- gentlemen, i want going
3: to have to bounce off. You head now, oh, yeah, yeah. Got gotcha. to right, yeah. wake up early.
1: It is pretty late, Ron.
3: Yeah, I um, appreciate you popping on, dude. All right, guys, good talking to you guys. Later, yeah, Ron. So, Ron Deluna joined us from,
0: uh, from Philadelphia here on the Cantina Mix podcast.
3: We were, uh, we
0: were. I'm not going to lie, Joel. We were taking turns making fun of America, and he Ron, like like a, the true professional that he is. Was able to absorb the uh, was able to absorb the the jesting, and 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 and, you know, and, 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 and it was even able to, to, to give some back. So we do appreciate Ron for coming on and always uh, sharing his insight and his, his vast knowledge of the of the history, not necessarily of the on-the-field history, but the off-the-field history of Liga MX, which is uh, you know sometimes almost uh, nearly as fascinating as what happens on the field. Joel, uh, is there anything else we need to uh, cover here on the Cantina MX, on the special edition of Cantina MX podcast?
1: Well, just uh, Seleccion. Seleccion is uh, the, the players are in Argentina. They're going to play That's the two right. friendly games. Against Argentina, uh, they're not playing in Buenos Aires though. They're playing in Rosario and Mendoza, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, and um, but, but but in Argentina right now, it's a uh, it kind of sucks <laughs> because all the all the headlights, everything's focused on the on the Libertadores final, which is you know River Plate versus Boca Juniors. So yeah, if, if, even if they're not really talking about uh you know they're monumental friendly against Mexico. Uh, Ooh, too monumental friendly. Yes. <laughs> but uh so what what we do know is that Mexico seleccionados the um seleccionados, I mean the European based players they will only play the first game. So they after the first game they're heading back. Which is what you yeah. would expect, because that's a yeah. long
0: ass trip to go back to, to go back to Europe.
1: Yeah, it, it could be pretty long, and and it was a long trip. Uh, their flight got delayed, and, and the team ended up getting in Argentina like three in the morning or something. But but those should be two really good and telling friendlies, you know. Sure, so, in mean,
0: play, like Argentina, you know. Yeah, success. I know Mexico lost against Brazil in, in this previous World Cup, but as much success as Mexico's had against Brazil, they've had the exact opposite amount of success against Argentina in the same period of time. They just can't beat Argentina.
1: Yeah, and, and this Argentina side is not going to be stacked either. Uh Messi's not there, and they had a couple injuries recently. So, uh, you know, it, that's interesting to see also how how this Mexican team matches up, you know? Sure. Yeah, because uh, there's a couple of people missing, and so there's still the whole thing with Chicharro. You know, is is he is he out of the loop now? Seem to no, have. He's
0: not out of the loop. Chicharro hadn't played for two months. Why would they call him up? He hadn't been. I mean he hasn't done he hasn't done anything for two months.
3: There's no reason. Yeah,
0: but ne- neither neither has Pulido. <laughs> yeah, uh, Pulido Chicharo hasn't hasn't even been on the field. He hasn't even been on the practice field. He played he, he scored a goal. He didn't he scored a goal last week. Yeah, but I mean that's after sure. I mean there's no I mean if you were a professional like Chichero is so who's trying to get back into the into the rotation, would you fly yeah.
1: twenty hours to Argentina to play No. Thirty-five minutes? No, obviously not. But but there is always the matter of of the patrocinios, you know, and and that's he's he's still one of like the the most popular player and, and the selling point. So I'm pretty sure a lot of the sponsors have been pretty upset that Chicharo hasn't been featuring in this post World well. Cup proceso. So you know. Because I mean, outside of Chuki, you don't really have any other player that, yeah, who's, who's, I think he's missing the game, right? So outside of that guy, you don't really have another player that commands as much attention. So even if he's not playing, there at least one his face right there.
0: Yeah, Chuki pulled the muscle, and I think you and I pulled the muscle. We're, <laughs> we're, we're, we're I, I mean, I, I am I am one hundred percent sure that Chuki Losana will miraculously be better. Enable and, and be fit enough to not only play but start in PSU, I know events next year. Guaranteed.
1: He's gonna miraculous recovery. Yeah. yeah. and I was excited to see Chuki. Uh, you know, just to, this this would have been a big match. Uh, you know, to see him yeah, uh, how he yeah. does against this type of opponent.
0: Think, I don't think that Katito Corona even came. I think that he's he's not
1: on the list either, is he? Yeah. That, I I know, we, we went over the list. <laughs> what was it last week? Even? We're we're, yeah,
2: yeah, we're dropping sure the ball
0: I, here. I, I, would
1: have,
0: I would have remembered of uh, seeing Tacatito, and it just wasn't. Uh...
1: I know Pulido's there, which in Saldivar uh, for Chivas. So that's those are two guys right there. And, uh, Memo Choa, of course, who he's gonna have to have a really good game to help. Help! Help the selection. Um, so yeah, we got the selection. The selection games are going to be pretty. pretty soon. Um, and then also the. We haven't talked about at least we could finish with some Libertadores. So the first the first leg was played at La Bombonera, finished with a two-two draw. So, I mean, four
0: it, goals in the final hours. is... Uh, excuse me? Played after a 24-hour delay because of... of ah, uh, the rain. Yes. That, that hit one Aires. So, yeah. So, I mean, and, and there's no away goal rule. So, this is just a straight-up aggregate. If you're tied, it goes to extra time. If you're tied, it goes to penalties. There's no away rules. It is just who scores the most goals. So, it, yeah, it, it, it goes to... It goes to La Bob goes to La basically zero zero the Yes. Which is exact exactly how you want it.
1: Yeah, so it's a it's a huge match. It has you know it's it's paralyzed the whole country and uh I, I think for river, it's it's a uh, river it's 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 very, very important. Uh I mean aside from it's a Libertadores but but uh, rivalry-wise, Boca has the more the more uh, Libertadores championships. So right. you want that. You want to catch up and also have that win over them. And as we talked about it before, River played went to second division not so long ago, which was uh, they got promoted with Matiz, and um, who was a player when they got relegated. And, uh, and so. They they got it pretty up, and and but but they they had to put up with a lot of, you know, a lot of banter from the Boca fans that have just remind them every week that they were you in second them. division, and yeah. and yeah. But if you if you're a River fan and and you beat them for a Libertadores, now you have the perfect, you know, the perfect thing to to counter with. Which is like, no one's gonna care that they went to second division if you beat your rivals for the Libertadores. And especially their first ever Libertadores, um, final confrontation, you know, uh, so that's, that's, that's also, also on the line is, is for Gallardo, which is River Plate's, uh, coach, uh, Muñeco Gallardo. Cause he already won one when, when they beat Tigres. They beat Tigres in the final when Guignac had just signed. And so this will be his second one, which is, will be very impressive. And, uh, you know, he would probably be in line also to not only coach the Argentina national team, but just go to Europe. He, he'll he be another of their Argentine coaches coming out of the pipeline because it's pretty impressive how many coaches they have, you know, doing doing really well all over the world.
0: I mean, it, it stands to reason. I mean, how many players, you know, how many Argentine players are all over the world? I mean, of course, they're going to have a good number of coaches. I mean, it just—it's just, just a—you know—it is. A, I mean, the, the fact that they haven't done better in World Cups is just stunning. I mean, I mean you know, they, I mean, they did
1: reach the final in
0: 2014, so that they did. with penalties, but, but that was okay. you know was one final after 24 years. I mean, they've had. Outstanding team, outstanding collection of players. That is just, you know, they, they they can't ever seem to put it together, unfortunately. But uh, no, I, I do, uh, I, I do think that the, this is uh, the the biggest game on the planet uh, coming up, uh, and I include the Champions League final. Um, as as far as As far as club games, this is just absolutely massive. I'm sure our friend, uh, Kit McConico, I bet you we could give him a, a can of. Uh, you know when you when you go to the yeah, Home Depot and you, and you pick your paint color, I bet you would just like squirt a little drop of <laughs> color in the water and give it to yeah. him in his hands. And with the pressure that he's feeling and how nervous he is, I bet you he could
1: he could shake the color right into that paint. <laughs> no, but
0: but and you know get like
2: that.
1: No, you're right. But for the for the you know for the people listening, if you get a chance, even if even if you don't like you know, know uh, Argentine soccer or or Libertadores it's, it's a, one of those historic games you don't want to miss and and just talking about the run-up you know and and some of the history you know it's it's uh Mexico soccer is like tied you know right up there with them because for example Benedetto he he was playing in America and he has Mexican citizenship and he could very well get called up to the Tricolor. He's he is an option down the line, and he's he's playing in the awesome. final. Excuse me. Yes, for for Boca, Boca striker, and and you know, just just talking like River play and and Boca, some of those players are going to end up in in Liga MX. Some of those coaches are going to end up in just like Matias Almeida from River, Plate ended up. In in and then even in the past we've had a lot. They, they all eventually come come to Mexico. So man, you could be seeing them uh, there for the first time.
0: and <laughs> watch your future idols. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, coaches too, man. I, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Gallardo. You know, if if it doesn't pan out in Europe, he's gonna be in Mexico, uh, or or uh, or the ill. El, 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 el mellizo, keloto for, when, you know, but, but right. players as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and a, couple even, even,
0: even, even uh, Futi Sanetti is a coach. Oh, really? And he was, is, is he, is he yeah, in Italy I or? He I think so. I can't remember where it was that he was coaching. And then and then somebody that just shocked me was, co- oh, well, Gattuso. He's not Argentine, But Gattuso is coaching AC Milan. He's like, wow,
1: pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, so Kid McConney not returning the calls until after. That's and right. They, he is, and, he is and a blackout. And if they lose, he he might just take a sabbatical. Huh? He might just yeah, disappear I, for a I, while. I, I hope
0: I hope for his sake that they win. <laughs> uh, you know, I mean, win or lose, I I will listen to to his show, The Throwin', which is on every every Sunday at 9 a.m. here in Austin on 104.9. If, uh, but if they lose, you know the the producer music man that would be good radio if they lost, but it would also be good radio. If they lost. It would be it would be better radio if they lost. Which is such a terrible thing to say because that's one of the things that you know, I just I, absolutely abhor about uh, like all the, the music you know, like, So that they can just trash them.
1: Yeah, and and you know. It, the games are going through uh, Fox Sports Deportes. <laughs> so if you have Fox Sports Deportes, you can watch it through there. Um, I unfortunately did not have it. I saw one of those feeds on Facebook.
0: <laughs> I, think, Which... uh, I think what's happening.
2: Hello? Very I was You're cutting before. off, John. Yes,
0: went through a, a dead zone, but uh, I think that uh, I tried to watch it last week because I was at the office,
2: and uh, the Fox board. Uh, I will make sure.
1: Wait, wait, I will be a war. Yeah, I I'm, I will try to go. Hopefully I can. I could. I, I need to check. I, I think it's a Saturday, so I need to find a <laughs> venue to yeah. go and watch it. it
2: Two on, p.m. Central. It'll, it'll be
0: it'll be noon for you. That's like right right in the middle of your bed.
1: Yeah, but this I'll out. make I'll make this exception. Yeah. I'll make exception just to no, go watch this be, game.
0: This is, you know, I think that there, 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 are two matches that I think that you should see at least once before you die. I think you should go see a Boca River, yes, and you should go see a Puebla, a Puebla so I think a Puebla once. <laughs> and a Boca River. And then I think your, your your life as a soccer fanatic is complete.
1: <laughs> you know, you know, I, I was in, I was in Argentina, and it feels like. They got frozen in time, man. You go to some of these stadiums, and it's like they're still in the 80s over there. And and they obviously still have the hooligan problem, which was very prevalent in Europe as well, especially in England. But then England got all gentrified, Premier League, and and they just priced them out. (laughs) Now you couldn't afford to go. Hooligans couldn't afford to get in the stadium anymore. And uh, the stadium was no longer giving that those type of support groups any perks, but in our in Argentina, it's it's very much a thing, man. And and you know all these these groups, it's like hooligan groups and uh, barra bravas. They they still get you know they get they get tickets from uh, from the front office, you know. Right. Yeah. That, that, that's how I ended up seeing the match. I actually bought a ticket, and it was there a guy from Boca Barra Brava that sold it to me. And I thought he was ripping me off, yon. That ticket looked like he, he buried it in his backyard. You know, oh,
2: yeah? that's
0: where he hid
1: it. He hid it until game time, and then he, he dug so, it out. So, so what game? It just looked. I went to go see uh, Boca Juniors versus Argentinos Juniors at the Maradona Stadium. And and it was, you know, I was pretty naive, so I thought, okay, I just, I just, you know, I saw that the game was going to be played. Said, okay, I'm just going to go to the box office, and you know, I, I could afford the expensive seat, which would have been like what twenty dollars, and right. and um and so I'm walking to the stadium, and it was blocked off. You couldn't get to the stadium. They had they had all these police, and then police with horse and all the the riot squad just you just making sure you walked a certain way or that you couldn't you couldn't because you know these these are the old school stadiums that are right in the neighborhood like right in the middle of the neighborhood right you know it's not like the modern ones that have big parking structures or this this whole you know this plot of land just just dedicated for the whole this right. is just like 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 some of the baseball stadiums in the old baseball stadiums in the u s where it's like you have houses and then the stadium's just right there around the corner, right, um yeah, so this is how the stadium was, and uh the you know, I saw that they weren't letting people pass like they they had the horse barricade, and it's like it, you can't pass through here unless you have a ticket, and I'm thinking, well, how you know, I'm trying to get to the box office, man. But uh, it's funny because the, the one of the the police guards he just pointed me to one of the one of the scalpers. He's like, just get a ticket from that guy. <laughs> so I, I, you know, I bought it. I bought, I bought, I bought the ticket and got cattle herded into the stadium, which is pretty intimidating, man. Because it's not seats, you know. It it was like that section was just like it was it was just concrete. And it was like the like like the high school bleacher type. Just one the long bench, you know? Right. And and it's steep. It's like the way that stadium is, it's like in that angle. So once you walk in through the tunnel and everyone's standing up and jumping, it it literally looks like they're gonna fall on you. And and people do fall on you from from the jumping. Like a couple of times like I had people bumping into me. And but it, it it at first you you walk out of the tunnel and it's already the fence. The fence so that you can get into the field. And the field is right up there. It's like not even it's like a foot it's about maybe two feet maybe for you know, the field from the fence. And and so you you kinda of do get that feeling you're gonna get crushed. You know, like, you're right up against the fence and it's, it's, it's all the fence just right there and then you just make your way up to, to wherever you can. And it's, it's, and you can't sit down because everyone in that section is standing up. And when you sit down, you're not going to watch the game. So that was, that was pretty interesting, uh, experience there, Joan.
0: It sounds like it, and it sounds like you had, uh, uh it was an eye opener Yeah, but I'm sure something that you don't, uh, you don't regret, uh, for, for one minute. So I'm glad if you able to, uh, go and experience that. Hoy, I think it's just, uh, a good time for us to, uh, to wrap up the show here on the I make this podcast. I am surprised that my computer has lasted as long as it has. I'm sure that the minute I open it, it's going to go, What are you doing?
1: Today? But, you are four uh, percent, you on in the phone, tu aguante, like they say, and the that's right, sounds off, aguante.
0: that exactly. la <laughs> uh, was great. Time. Hopefully, we'll do this thing in here in the Cantina Mackie's podcast. But uh, I do appreciate uh, you coming on. I i made the suggestion, uh,
2: I can't hear you,
1: it cut off a bit. Uh, I, was, I was saying thank you very much for joining us. It was uh, oh it was a good, good, good yes, it, anytime. And a quick shout out to Chickies, uh I met up with him yesterday. He was he was down here in LA, and we we met up for dinner. And uh, so that's he couldn't make it. He's traveling back today on his way back to Texas. So uh, you know if he's listening, says shout out to.
2: The Anyway, I'm back. <laughs> oh, well,
1: that's what that was.
0: Yeah, I just uh, my my computer finally died, so. Uh, oh. A, a you're on your phone for, now. Good time for us to wrap it up. Yeah, I, I can't. Yes. I'm gonna have to get gas and stuff. So. But. Uh, <laughs> yeah, the, la vida cotidiana. Thanks uh, for hopping on, Joel. Well, I do appreciate it. We love to do it again
1: Yes, always a pleasure, John. All right, ben, right.
0: thanks to the house for having me this podcast. We appreciate it, and uh, we will uh, talk to you guys later on. Thanks.
1: Hello?